You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, warrior friends, welcome to today's warrior conversation. We're going to be unpacking how to become the leader that you were made to be with my warrior friend, Brittany. Hey, Brittany, I see you hopping in. So after Brittany joins, we'll be diving into what leadership and how. All right. Hello. How's it going? Hey, it's going great. How are you, Emily? Good. Thank you so much for joining me for this warrior conversation, Brittany. I am so excited. Oh, I'm so so glad to be here. And I really appreciate the opportunity to get to, to talk to you and to everyone else that's on here tonight. Well, we will just dive straight in. I'm so encouraged and inspired by literally who you are and who you're becoming, the work you're doing to invest in people. I mean, it's truly amazing. And I would love for you right now, before we dive into all things leadership, if someone was new to Brittany, right? They're a new warrior friend. Just take a minute and introduce yourself. Like, who is Brittany? Yeah, so, I mean, first and foremost, I am a Christian. So I've got a faith background and that's super important to me and happened to grow up in a great Christian family and of fully adopted that as my own throughout my adulthood. So that's at the core of my identity, but I'm also a wife and I'm a mom to, to two boys, nearly 10 and six years old, and they both have the red hair. So that keeps me busy um, <laughs> as I'm sure I kept my parents busy. But uh, so, so I'm there. Yeah. Wife, wife and mom there. And then um, I'm a retired army officer. So, so I've spent this is just this past year in 2022 that I retired from the army after 20 years um, serving and then four years at West Point. So I graduated from West Point in 2002. So I have that background as well. Um, and now I am a leadership coach, speaker and trainer. And I'm trying to take those those 24 years of investment um, that Uncle Sam through a whole lot of you, thanks to being American taxpayers invested into me and trying to invest that back into other people because I really have a heart and passion for helping people develop their leadership skills so that small businesses, nonprofits, I mean, really anyone, um, volunteers even can improve how they lead because when that happens communities thrive so beautifully said and thank you for your service like truly from myself and becoming those who are joining us both now live and listening later thank you for your service and fighting for our freedom really appreciate you well i i'm proud to have done it it was definitely something that god had for me and i would say that everybody has their talents and i'm just you know glad that i'm not forced into a kindergarten classroom because i'd rather go back to iraq than do that so we all have our <laughs> we all have our places to be 
That is so true. And well, thank you for sharing your gifts. And one of the things that just really inspires me so much about who you are is this intentionality that you have when it comes to leadership. Like you talk and you coach your clients now that leadership isn't just this happenstance thing, but it takes and requires intentionality and, and working through it and becoming your best, right? And so before we get into some of the practical stuff, I would love to just hear how you define leadership. Like what even is leadership? Yeah, so I've heard a whole bunch of different, you know, definitions of it and taking courses and some people's like it's getting people who don't want to do something to do it over here. But I think the one that I enjoy the most is one that actually Joe Saxton and Stephanie O'Brien use on their their podcast lead stories. And they say at the intro at the intro of their their podcast that everyone has influence when you're intentional with that influence, then you're a leader. And I have just adopted that and believe that that is just a great way to think about it. Um, because there's some people that are not intentionally leading out there. And there's people that are intentionally leading poorly out there. We've seen that through some of the, the, the great bad leaders of history, if you will. I mean, there's people that don't do the right things and influence people the wrong way. Um, but, but they are leaders. So we have to make sure that we're following the right ones and we're becoming uh, the right leaders that we, we should be, that we want to be. And so I think that that's that in intentionality piece, because now you are taking an active role in what your influence is. I really love that definition. And even as you just unpacked, like, it's really our responsibility to become this leader who's stewarding this influence and how we're leading forward. And so what are a couple like practical warrior steps that if somebody was like, yeah, I resonate with that. But how do I really start flexing this intentionality muscle when it comes to leadership? Yeah, so I think the first thing you really have to do is sit down and say, you know, what who am I as a leader? What what matters to me? And so I think that starts with kind of values. Mm -hmm. And then what is the vision of where you see yourself going? You may already be in a leadership position that's out there and you're working, but you haven't ever formalized what that looks like. Or maybe you're you're thinking, I'd love to go into this. I'd love to take more step, you know, active role as a leader. So sit down. Don't don't think of every value in the world because you're gonna have things that are important to you. But if you were to pick top five um, and, and this is an exercise that I go through people that, that I work with. If you were to pick your top five values of what's important to you, you know, maybe it is family, maybe it is organization, maybe it's, you know, holistic fitness. I mean, there's a variety of different things. What are your values? And then how do you see yourself as a, how do you want to be as a leader? So those two things together, the values and your vision help to start shape your leadership philosophy. And and a leadership philosophy is not static either. So you may be like, well, I've kind of done that in the past, but I feel like I've grown. Well, well then redo it. You know, it's not that our lives and our positions and our experiences are going to continue to shape and refine who we are. And some things are going to demand more of us that may require us to change our leadership philosophy and how we're engaging with people. But kind of constantly reevaluating those values and vision to have a, a good leadership philosophy and truly some organization in your brain of who you are as a leader is, is a great first step um, to, to go into things. It sounds very becoming, you know, you got to know who you absolutely. are to see who you want to yeah. be, you know? Yeah. So I, I absolutely love that. I so resonate with it. And if you don't know who you are, how would, how would you or me really effectively lead anyone because we can't lead ourselves even forward. We don't know who we are and we don't have that vision for where we're going and what our values are. And so when we know who we are, we then can lead ourselves and those around us because we got to know where we're at to know where we're going. 
and people, when you're leading them, they, they need consistency. That's part of what a leader has to give people is you've got to have consistency and boundaries. And so you may actually have a ton of wonderful leadership like skills already. But if you don't bring some organization to it and some focus to it, then then you're not going to be as consistent and people are going to see you as wishy-washy. But you said this here, you said that there. Uh, one of the best things to do when you are in a leadership position with those things, your vision values that you see for, you know, your organization, however big or small that is, is re repeating what it is that you stand for and who you are. Leaders are repeaters. And sometimes you'll feel like, I can't believe I'm saying this again, but it puts it in people's minds. And now the folks that you're leading know what's important to you when you're not around. Ooh. And so it's super important in the communicate communication of that piece to repeat it, to make people know that it's important. And then your own boundaries are also there as well, because now everybody knows and you know, here's where we've said, and here's what we're going to, you know, actually be. And if, and if somebody steps outside of that, well, then you have the ability to actually make real correction because, you know, that boundary clearly existed. That's gold. Leaders are repeaters. Like, and that's repeatable too. It's already memorable. I remember that. I, it's so good. I can't take credit for it. I know I've learned that somewhere in my journey. <laughs> well, I'm learning it from you. So thank you Fantastic. for sharing that. And yeah. And you know, something else that you really coach us as leaders on is on character and competency. So I would love to even hear from you. What are some things that you're learning and how to really grow in your character and competency when it comes to leadership? So I think competency is actually the easiest one because okay. there's so many ways in this day and age to, to, to learn. So it's actually that intentional effort to, to learn. I think, I think John Maxwell may be the one that says, if you're not, if you're not learning, you're dying. So as a leader, you have to constantly be learning and, and taking on something new because the world's moving fast and we're just never there. If we think we're the smartest person in the room, we probably need to step down and, and realize that we're probably not, and we shouldn't be in that position anymore because we've, our ego has now outpaced us. Um, so, so competency is just investing in, in time, whether it's with a coach or with its podcasts or books, and then going through those values and visions, the, that philosophy of who you want to be and being organized with that, intentional with your learning. So I, I would say that's the easy piece, but that's the easy piece when you know what it is that you're trying to do. And, you know, thankfully there, there are a lot of resources out there that you know, it's easier to find, I'd say, you know, now than it was 20 years ago where you're really having to lean a little bit more on academics and train folks. We have podcasts and we have opportunities. The character piece though, that is, is the, one of the most important pieces. There's a recent article actually that uh, West Point published through, well, I think it was Army War College, but some folks from West Point um, in their behavior science and leadership department. So they actually have departments that teaches that. And they were examining why are so many senior army officers having moral failures? Like they're not screwing up on, on you know, how to tactically do things. They had that doctrine piece down, but they were really messing up from a moral perspective. So why were they having these type things? And they realized that over the lifetime of an officer, that the higher they got up, the less character training that they had. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so they weren't getting that reinforcement. And so they kind of have a theory of a leaky, uh, you know, a leaky bucket that you have to constantly reinforce your character. You can't just think that you've arrived. And this is where from, you know, like a faith background, accountability partners, people that, you know, you can talk to in a workplace, it's having, it's, it's creating the culture and the environment that that you have to have some people that um, can correct you on things mm -hmm. and that you are willing to to receive that and that you're very transparent on a lot of 
how you lead, um, as well as you should be helping your team have a character development type where you run scenarios by. When you run scenarios, this is, I mean, this is how West Point does it with cadets in teaching honor and ethics is create scenarios. Okay, what would we do in those? Because when you war game those kind of things out, then when the actual thing is, is facing you and you have to make that, you know, hard right over the easier wrong, mm -hmm. it is much easier to, to choose the hard right than it is the easier wrong because you have already prepped yourself. But character has to be constantly reinforced. You have to have good boundaries and you have to have real accountability in order to maintain that good character. And I mean, I know we see it all over the place in every walk of life, people failing in character. And a lot of times it's because the, the power and the position and everything of where they got, got bigger than the structure they had in place to keep them checked. And so I think that that's a super big part of it. And that plays into the values. And when you constantly revisit those values and plays into it, then that helps reinforce who you are as a leader. Yeah, it's so intriguing even hearing, you know, you describe having this group of people around you who will hold you accountable and speak that truth to you too, right? Mm -hmm. And so for those of us who are maybe like, yeah, I think I need to set this sort of system in place. What's the type of person somebody should look for and who to invite to speak that truth and hold them accountable? Well, it's not the person that's going to tell you yes all the time because there are some of those type of people and it's not because it, you know some of it's just personality but you know they're trying to please but you've got to find that person that's willing to to challenge you on things mm -hmm. um because they but also because they care about you and the organization so depending upon how big the organization is you find somebody in the organization and, and you empower them to do that and you give them insight into things and uh, i mean so many different organizations are set up differently but it's finding that person but if you if you just find a person that's going to tell you what you want to you know what you what you want to hear, then you actually haven't put up the boundaries that you, you right. really need. So no, that's so helpful and practical too. something that we can really take and apply. Um, you know, you talk about resources when it comes to growing in our leadership. And I know that you are actually a resource too. you coach people and, and you live like you wake up excited about investing your life and ensuring that we're the best leaders that we can be. So if someone wanted to connect with you or even work with you, how can they connect with you? Well, they can find me at uh, my website. It's www.brittanyesimmons.com. So you have to make sure the E is in there. So brittanyesimmons.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram as well, obviously at, at Britt E. Simmons. So you can find me there and would love to connect that way. Um, I've got a Facebook page that is Brittany Simmons Leadership Coaching um, that uh, is connected through my, my bio here on Instagram. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, all of those places are, I'm on LinkedIn as well. So if folks are more in the professional sphere, um, because I do offer training, while, while I coach individuals, I also offer training to groups and can do some of those type okay. things for workplace interaction and, and what does that look like, so. That's really cool. I love that. And just seriously, thank you for how you're investing in people and organization. It's making a big difference. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but we totally connected on called creatives. Yes, we, right? we did. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. That's what I thought, which even goes back to, as you were talking about that community piece, right? And people around you and so called creatives is this group that both of us have joined to really grow and refine our skills as you talked about resources that are available. And so I love that we connected as we're learning and sharpening our own leadership. That's so fitting. It is. 
and I especially would have never attached the word creative to me, like in the military, because that is not my natural bent. My husband very much so, he's the maker and all that. But but I realize now that that's a much broader term as I continue to learn, right? Because we're always learning. I was like, okay, maybe I do have some creativity in some of these things. It's just different. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, you do. You definitely do. You know, Brittany, <laughs> as we wrap up this warrior conversation, is there anything else that you would want to equip people with when it comes to being the best leader that you can be? I, I think that investment in self like what does that look like and I'll tell you the one thing that that West Point and the Army did really well at teaching me um, was teaching me how to adapt my leadership for the people that I'm leading like to really care about them so so others awareness and other management and that was awesome that was wonderful I really got that very well what they didn't teach me and I had aha moments on my own and I've had to pursue like way later in my career than I wish and hopefully I can you know help some people you know voice some of this is the self awareness and the self-management piece that goes to that. Those four things, the self and others awareness and the self and others management is really what emotional intelligence is. And I know I became a much better leader to really transform my leadership when I really started understanding how people experience me. And yeah. when I understood that I don't, I see the world in a way different than other people seeing the world and I can appreciate why they see the world that way, then I, my other's awareness and other's management is actually much better because I'm able to put those puzzle pieces together better. So um, I think that that's a, a real important step for people to take as they are either in leadership. And again, like I took me probably 14 years until I had the, the light bulb go off. Um, mm -hmm. That is really a vital and important step is, is the emotional intelligence piece. And you can actually improve that. You can grow your EQ, you can't grow your IQ. That is so powerful. Do you have time for one more follow-up question for sure. what you just shared there? Okay, because sure. now, I mean, you got my mind thinking, like, somebody who is just like, hey, I hear you, and even what you just shared in terms of I experienced the world one way, but coming to that realization and aha moment that other people experience it completely differently, and how then we interact matters so much. So going out the door today, what is a practical step that somebody can take when the, this call ends that they can start growing their EQ and they can really discover how they're coming across to other people. So, I mean, individually, I think it would just be, if you've never done any of the personality type things that are out there, I think that that's helpful. So, I mean, there's a variety, whether it's DISC or the Enneagram. Um, I think I, I prefer both of those two. They seem to break things down much better than um, say like the Myers-Briggs. I like Myers-Briggs, but it's, it's harder to remember all the pieces and um, understand like, oh, this is how it works in. Plus the other ones show the overlap and that we have, we can be all of the different things that we need to be. Right. We just have to figure out what that looks like, what that path looks like for us. Um, so it'd be taking some of the opportunities to do that. And, and obviously there's some free stuff on, on the internet and test. I'd say be careful with some of those. Um, it'd be better to get some books. Um, and then if you really are interested in it, you know, finding a coach that is certified in either some of those things or like one of the things I'm certified in is um, the EQI 2.0, which is the emotional intelligence inventory. And it breaks it down into five major components of emotional intelligence with three subcomponents. And you kind of get to see where you are on these scales and, and where where you should probably put your efforts first and, and kind of digging into, well, why is this really high? And oh, by the way, just because you're high doesn't mean that there's not some pitfalls. There are. Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful about some of those things. So um, again, it's just that investing in, in your growth um, of mm -hmm. who you are as a leader so that you can, can truly be the best. Cause when you're the best for everybody else, 
you know, that you're leading and your organization's being successful and, and you're doing it from a, you know, genuine place as well for who you are, mm -hmm. just everybody's better. Yeah. Oh yeah. An investment in yourself is an investment in the people around you. Absolutely um, is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm an Enneagram one and I'm an ID on disc. Okay. I, I'm an yeah. eight. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> so, Love it. Uh, and then, and then a pretty high D. <laughs> That is amazing. I love that. And I love that you even dive into this coaching. So y'all, like, I cannot highly recommend more. Go follow Brittany on Instagram. Check out her website. We'll have that in the show notes of this episode as well for those who are listening later. Um, and then seriously, if you're really interested and ready to take that next step in investing in you, so that way everything around you rises and grows as well, connect with Brittany. Like, take your next step. Get some yes. coaching. Invest in you. It will be the greatest investment in your becoming story. So yeah, you're amazing. You inspired and encouraged me. This was so fun. Oh, I loved it. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Um, those of you who are watching live, those of you who are listening later and Brittany, thank you for investing in us, helping us grow today. Um, you're amazing. And I'm cheering you on as you're becoming who God made you to be. Thank you. Your leadership matters. So let's do it well. Yes, let's do it well. Have a great night, everybody. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.